there, single lady. Welcome to another episode of the Single Over 30 podcast. I am so glad, as always, that you are here. Today, I'm going to talk about a very, very important topic, and that is setting your intention. Because when you set your intention and you admit what you really want in a relationship or that you want a relationship, what you do is you open yourself up to the possibility. Now, maybe you're saying, well, Shanna, I have already set my intention. I already know what I want. But today I'm going to go a little bit deeper and we're going to specifically talk about what that means so that you can improve your opportunities to meet that trustworthy, marriage-minded man. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Single Over 30 podcast with dating and relationship coach Shanna Schutte. Shanna's here to help you find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man who will love and adore you. You're Shanna. Welcome back. When I chatted with Mandy recently over Facebook Messenger, she told me that she really wants a relationship and that she wanted to do a coaching session with me. So I thought, great, because I'm all about helping women and I love helping single women reach their relationship goals. So I sent her a form that she could fill out before our session so that I could get a better idea of how I could help her. So on the form, there was one really important question. It was, how interested are you in finding a committed relationship with one being the least and five being the most? And so I read the form before she and I connected that she filled out and I noticed that she chose three right in the middle, not one, the least, not five, the most. And because she said that she wanted a relationship, I asked her, so why did you choose three? And she said, because you know, I've got a lot of really great things going on in my life. My life is really full. And then she said something else that I thought was really telling. She said, and I want to be realistic. Mandy isn't unlike a lot of women that I coach. She says she wants a relationship, but here's the truth. She doesn't want to be disappointed if it doesn't happen. So it's just easier to say, well, you know, I'm not really that interested or I have a really great life. And, you know, that way we're not hurt if it doesn't work out. And I get this. This can be really hard because on one hand or in one hand, What we're holding is desire, that desire for a husband or maybe the desire for a family or for kids. And when you really let that desire out, sometimes when that desire is not fulfilled, it can make you almost feel like you're being consumed, right? It can just make you feel like your emotions are being taken over and that your heart is going to get completely decimated. And then in the other hand, what you're holding is surrender, Surrender to the unknown or what isn't yet or surrender to the possibility of you not having that relationship. And so that's why she chose number three. So I totally get it. I've been there. And there were many times when I wondered, all right, should I just completely give up this desire that I have for a relationship? When do I shut my heart down? When do I shut down my desires? Because it just feels like to continue to keep wanting it. I mean, it just really, really hurts. And maybe you can relate. There have been women who've reached out to me over the years that I've been doing coaching. And every once in a while, I'll get an email from someone that says this very thing. You know, Shanna, how do I know when I should just give up and forget the whole thing? So granted, I believe that there really are times in our single life when that desire for relationship, if we want one, can feel like it is just all consuming, right? And we can get out of balance. And I think sometimes we just need to kind of step back and just take a break and not take that so seriously because it can be really, really painful. 
But let me give you a different perspective on this whole thing. I always say that God can't fill a hole that doesn't exist. So that means that you really need to be honest with yourself about what you want to tell yourself, yeah, I really do want a relationship. Because I think that for some women, and I've seen this happen, if we're like, well, it doesn't really matter. If it happens, it happens, right? Then we could miss someone who comes across our path because we're not really looking or we're not really open. So does that mean that you should be desperate? Absolutely not, because desperation can make you feel like you lack confidence. It can make you feel small. It can make you feel unworthy. It can make you feel afraid and all that kind of stuff. But I really do think that in order to find a relationship, that we have to be open. And lots of times we really have to want a relationship. That's where I got in my early 40s. I had gone through my 30s and my 20s thinking it was just going to happen. And then when it didn't happen, I really, really started to feel grieved. And in a way, that grief that I experienced opened me up so that I could finally say, you know what? I really do want a relationship. And at that point, I was in a great position to receive my husband. So Catherine Woodward Thomas, she wrote a book called Calling in the One, and she said something really powerful in it. She said, you have the power to set a bold intention to create something that likely won't happen unless you stand for it, which I'm gonna explain about in just a minute. Then begin taking actions and making choices that are aligned with and generative of the fulfillment of that future. So what that means is, is that you need to decide and say, yeah, I really, really do want a relationship. So what happens is then when you say, I really want a relationship, then it's going to create space inside of you so that a relationship can bloom in your life so that you will be open to it, to be fully open to it. It doesn't mean you have to be desperate. It doesn't mean you have to compromise. It just means that you have to want it. And then as a result, you will start to take actions and to be more intentional in your dating and relationship life. So this all makes me think of one particular coaching session that I had with a woman who was in her 50s. And she asked me, she said, you know, you always talk about finding a marriage-minded man, but my question is, do I have to be marriage-minded before I start dating? And I told her, I said, no, you don't have to be marriage-minded, but you do need to know what you want. Otherwise, when you get further down the road and you're actually dating, you're going to attract every kind of man under the sun. Because she said, well, I want a relationship. I want a committed relationship, but I don't know if I want to get married. And I said, okay, you need to know exactly what that looks like and what you want because you could attract players or guys who are noncommittal or men who just want to hang out with you or the ones who just want to hook up. So you need to set an intention and what you want to set a direction. Everything else in life is the same, right? If I say I want to be a dentist, that's my intention. And so that's going to set my direction. I'm going to go to dental school. I'm going to learn all about teeth, right? Or if I say, hey, I want to be an artist, that means that I'm going to, with that intention, set the direction of going to art school, learning how to paint, whatever it is. So everything in life, right? If we want to have a particular outcome, then we need to set an intention. That doesn't mean we can control everything, but especially when it comes to dating, it means that we are going to weed out people who won't be good to us or for us, and we're gonna get the kind of guy that we are looking for or improve our opportunities to get that kind of guy 
when we are more purposeful. So deciding what you want is going to help you weed out the men that you don't want. And it's going to also help you recognize what you do desire and what you don't desire, right? So in my early 40s, which was late, and I think it's the case for a lot of us, but in my early 40s, I started to catch a clue that I needed to be more intentional and set intention about my dating life. So I met a guy in a small group and he asked me if I would go out on a date with him for lunch. And I said, sure, because I was working on ruling men in before I rolled them out, right? Giving men an opportunity. So during our lunch together, I learned a lot about him and he seemed like a pretty great guy, but there was one thing that I noticed and that was that he wasn't ready for a relationship because he had recently experienced a divorce. He was living in his sister's basement. He had a couple little girls And he really wasn't in a place where he was ready to start thinking about dating seriously and taking on a wife. And I was at a place where I really wanted to find someone who was intentional in their dating life to the point where they were saying, yeah, I really would like to find commitment with somebody, right? So later on, he called me and he asked me if I wanted to go out on a date with him again. And for the first time in my life, literally, I think this is true, for the first time, I said no when I should have said no. And I said no because I wasn't dating just for fun. I wanted to date with intention because I knew what I wanted. I wanted to find a trustworthy, marriage-minded man, even though I wasn't verbalizing it using those terms at that time. So I said, you know, thanks so much for asking, but I'm not interested in dating just to date or just kind of playing around. I really am interested in finding someone and I just don't think we're a good fit. And he said, well, I we can be friends. And I said, no, I'm not really interested in being just friends with men. I'm interested in finding a husband and getting married. I wasn't interested in being only friends with men. I wanted to be more purposeful. So my intention set my direction in that situation. So imagine if my intention had not been set and I hadn't told myself that I really wanted to get married or if I just told myself, well, you know, if it happens, it happens or, you know, I'm a three, right? And if I wasn't really purposeful, I could have gotten involved with that guy and gotten stuck in what I call a cul-de-sac relationship. That's a relationship that just kind of goes around and around in circles and doesn't really go anywhere, or I could have gotten stuck in a friendlationship. That's a relationship that isn't a friendship. It's not a relationship. It's somewhere in between, right? This guy was really charming. He was super handsome, and I could see that happening if I wasn't purposeful, but because I knew where both of us stood at the beginning, I was able to say no. So setting this kind of intention was really new for me because up until that point, like I mentioned, I'd been living by a mantra like, it'll just happen. But at that point in my life and probably even earlier, I needed more than it will just happen. I needed dating and relationship skills And that's what this podcast is all about. If you haven't checked out the other episodes, I really encourage you to do that, to check them out and find out places where maybe you're not dating with intention or where maybe you need to shore up your dating and relationship skills to improve your opportunities to meet that trustworthy marriage-minded man. Because in this culture today, we need some skills, girlfriend. So I thought it was just going to happen in my 20s and just going to happen in my 30s. And then by the time I got into my early 40s, I started thinking, well, it's not going to happen. And that's when I got really discouraged. And that's when I got really, really sad. 
But as I look back over my shoulder after I got married, it was because I did not date with intention, right? Because I had this idea, it's just going to happen. And because I didn't know how to date, I let all kinds of men into my life that I should have never allowed into my life. I had far more power than I recognized, and you have far more power than you may recognize as well. So imagine me, and if I could, I would stand up on this chair right now, and I would scream, you have the power, because you truly, truly do. Now you might be thinking, well, Shanna, I don't have any power, because it's all up to the men. Like, the men have to pursue the women, but that's not true, right? I mean, yes, we want men to pursue us, but the truth is, is that Lots of times, it's not that there aren't good men out there. It's that we spend time in relationships, friend relationships, situationships that are not going to go anywhere. And therefore, we waste our time. We want to set our intention to set our direction. And when you do that, it's going to help you weed out men. Now, granted, I don't think that you can control every relational interaction in your life, right? You can't control men. There are some coaches out there who say, if you use these words or do this or do that, you're going to make a man fall in love with you. I do not believe that, right? Because we can't control another person. But what we can do is you can really up your opportunities to meet awesome men by setting your intention and having boundaries. This will help you weed men out because let's imagine that you have a man pie, right? This man pie is, and I'm just throwing out some numbers. I'm not saying this is factual, but let's say that this man pie has, you know, 20% men or 30% men who could be good fits for you, right? If you're spending your time not having boundaries and not dating with intention, you could be floating around in the 70 or 80% of men who are not good to you or who are not good for you or just won't be good fits for you, right? Which is what I did. You may have heard me telling myself before that I spent almost 10 years of my dating and relationship life in three separate relationships that I should have never been in. And that was because I wasn't dating with intention. So maybe you're thinking to yourself, well, Shanna, I, I still don't know, like the woman that you mentioned, I don't know if I want to get married or not. And the reason I don't know if I want to get married or not is because of drama. Like I'm pretty happy. Like I just don't know if I want all that drama. Or I'm not sure if I want to get married because I'm not sure if I have space in my life for somebody, or I'm not sure if I want to get married uh, because I just don't know if there's any good guys out there. And, you know, I just don't know if I want to put up with the garbage, <laughs> right? So let me encourage you. If you truly do not want to get married, that's totally okay. I don't think that a woman's value has anything to do with her marital status. Nothing. You are just as precious, just as amazing, single as you are married, right? Singleness is good. Marriage is good. However, the one thing I want to encourage you about is do not make assumptions based on past information or based on fear or anything that's not factual. What I mean is, is if you're saying, I don't know if I want all the drama, you have to go, is that really factual? Does every relationship contain drama? Or I'm not really sure if I would just want to put up with a bunch of garbage. What you're telling yourself could be based off of past hurts and not on fact. So if you don't want to get married, okay, totally okay. But I think there's a better way to look at it instead of the things that I just mentioned. So instead of looking at it through those lenses, I encourage you to ask yourself this question. If there was a man who was good to me, who added to my life, 
and I added to his, and we really liked each other and enjoyed each other, and we loved and adored one another. Would I be interested in getting married? Would that be a possibility? Or married again? That's the right question to ask. All other questions are assuming how a particular situation with a man would roll out And they are only assuming that there would be trouble, for example. So you may have heard about my coaching client, Lori. She was 53, had never been married before. She did an interview with me a while back. And when we had a coaching session together, she told me, she said, I'm not sure if I want to get married or not because I've got a really good life. And I don't know if I have space for somebody. I don't know if I have room for someone in my life, right? So she wasn't sure if she wanted to set the intention to get married. And so I told her, hey, wait a minute. This is the wrong perspective because what you're doing is, is in one hand, you have this man who you have not met yet, imaginary man, right? He doesn't even exist yet in your life. And then in the other hand, what you're doing is you're holding your life that you have now which feels pretty good. And I said, you can't weigh those two things because you don't even know this guy yet. So I said, as you date and as you stay open, what'll happen is, is that you could meet somebody who you go, you know what? I want to make space for that person in my life. Because right now you're saying, I don't even know if I have room, right? But you don't know if you will want to make room because you haven't met him yet. And that was a complete game changer for her. So it's kind of like that. So don't make assumptions based on things you haven't experienced yet. Instead, ask yourself, you know, if I could meet a great guy who loved me and adored me, and if I found someone who was really good to me, then might I want to get married or married again? And my guess is, since you're listening to this podcast, uh, that the answer would be yes. So again, it doesn't have anything to do with your value, but I think that's a better question to ask. So Lori, she took our conversation to heart. She went away, she implemented some strategies and she met a really, really awesome man. A man who she said she wanted to fit into her life. And then she got married and she told me, she said, I just feel like I hit the jackpot. So even in her case, even though she wasn't sure at first, when she changed her mindset, that intention set her direction, which led her to the altar, where now she's just happy, happy, happy. All right, so I hope this has been helpful for you. And as always, remember that the dream that you have to love and be loved is possible. It truly is. I'm living proof of that. And remember to keep it sunny. I'll see you next time. Keep it sunny, Baby